What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us for episode eight of First Eps. We've got a super big show today. We just watched the first episode of the new Netflix animated series, Dota Dragon's Blood. We're going to talk all about that. We're also going to talk about our favorite fantasy genre things, books, movies, all that good stuff. And then a giveaway, our first ever giveaway, our first ever First Eps favorites box. We had a couple big milestones this week and you know, we want to share with you guys. So all that being said, we got a lot to get into. My name's Eric. I'm Keith. This is First Eps. All right. So Keith, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing real good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Uh, just We just watched the first episode of this brand new show, Dota, Dota Dragon's Blood. Um, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. But first, this is a couple firsts. This is our first animated series we're doing. Yep. Our first anime, <clears throat> specifically. Yeah. Yep. Our first video game-based property, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and the first thing that, like, we really, I mean, we really know nothing about this game. Like, <laughs> I, I was trying to think, trying to compare it to something. We really didn't know anything about NASCAR with the crew. So, I mean, at least we have the edge where we know, like, fantasy stuff, which is why the reason we right. watch this. You know, right. it looks cool. The trailer yep. looked pretty dope. Yep. I mean, everybody loves, loves Dota. Who plays it? I've, we've all heard of it. We played a yeah. couple of MOBAs, not Dota, but we're like, yeah, let's try this. See what happens. Yeah. What MOBAs did we play? Well, obviously, we love Smite. We've put in <laughs> yeah. a lot of time on Smite. Oh, Smite Afro. I'm an Afro. Yeah. Afro. Yeah. If you never. I that too, by the way. So yeah. for anybody that is not familiar with the style of game, it's a MOBA. It's a massive online battle arena. Yeah. And usually the premise is. It's like 5v5, all the characters have specific powers, abilities, and you have to, like, capture their base, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. more or less. Smite is the one we're obsessed with. It's a free-to-play game. Check it out if, if that thing, if you think that sounds good at all. Because Smite, and then they use gods. They use real gods that they, like, yeah. give powers and stuff. It's super fun. We, we've played that a lot. Um, what other games? We played that Lord of the Rings one. That was the one, first one that we got into. I wish I could remember what it, what it was called. Um, I think it was on the PS3. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the first time that we would get together and we would like put our TVs next to one another and play side by side. Yes. Like regularly. I would my TV. And this is when they were just getting small enough to actually carry them around. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was that was such a fun game. I remember you played as that like Radagast all the time. Ra- Wait, I played as Radagast and Galadriel. Those were the Galadriel, two. yes. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who you played game. as most of the time. I don't even remember. I think it was like like a no like a man, like one of the the um just a normal board? dudes. No, like uh like Boromir or something like that. <laughs> no, no, they didn't have do they have Boromir? I can't I think they had all the the characters in it. Oh god. I remember it was just like some normal okay regular guy. I mean I would never have played as a hobbit. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think you played as a Hobbit. I, I, are you sure you didn't play as what's his name? I swear you played as. One I don't know. I don't even really remember the game too much. So <laughs> that's, that's just, <laughs> there was Sauron. 
he would come around sometimes. Oh, I think form. I did play as him every once in a while. Yeah. Or, there was like one no, of the weird race people who would come around who was in the other team. Mm. I don't remember who else was on it. It was it was old and it was, but it was fun. It was fun. That was yeah. that was definitely like that was when I realized I was like, dude, I love these games. And yeah. then like I just really none of them have really resonated with me. I tried that Paragon and a I couple mean, others. Does Overwatch count as one? Not really. No, they have some um similarities for sure. Okay. But we were into that um, one for a long time. Yeah, I still yeah, we still are, you know, Overwatch 2 eventually. Oh yeah, but, definitely. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, we got a lot to talk about. Let's let's <laughs> let's talk about this. Let's talk about the first step of Dota okay. Dragon's Blood. So now, like we said, this is based on the game. Now, Dota uh, stands for Defense of the Ancients. Um, I was going to ask you that pop question. Yeah, I had to look it up. I don't know anything about this. So, like, I also re- found out that it was a mod that was made. It was created uh, by the community for Blizzard's Warcraft 3. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. cool. And then, so Dota 2 was really the, the first full game. Uh, and that's what this show is based yep. on, Dota 2. Yep. Um, and it is... This show was created by Ashley Miller, um, the writer of Fringe, Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles, and then co-produced by Studio Mir. They're the animation studio behind um, Legend of Korra, Voltron, Legendary Defender, and Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, which if you've never heard of that, that's on Netflix. It's such a weird, strange show, and I totally recommend it. It's very, very cool. Um, in the age of wonder beasts yeah yeah <laughs> it's so strange dude but it's so like beautiful and like a weird mix of like like mu- like weird music like hip-hop music and stuff like okay. that in there it's really cool um nice, nice. so yeah so this the style of the sh- of the show is is anime with a little bit of a more of americanized um style to it yep uh, as far as the animation goes uh yep. what was what was your take on the animation before we get into the story oh i thought it looked great it had it reminded me a little bit about that kind of 90s anime like it reminded me of um what's it called the castlevania one we talked about a couple Mm -hmm. of episodes again too but it has that same kind of almost a classic anime look to it i felt and i really liked it um yeah i thought it was visually very interesting and i was excited to watch more of it. And again, like you, I had no idea anything about Dota besides, you know, I was just thinking real, real quick. I think it's because it pl- it's played on PC mostly and neither of us have one. So yeah. Same thing. It, same as like League of Legends. Yeah. That's the other real big one that, yeah. that, you know, we never got into yeah. um, because okay. of that. But I probably um, would love it if I did. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, this was great. Yeah. And then I found this guy too, by the way, this is um, Keeper of the Light. I think his name is. He's yeah, a one character. Of, one of the, like 800 people. Yeah. Who you could, and, um, it said he fought with his intelligence as a, a one-man support for the team. And I love playing support characters. So I'm like, yes. I like this guy. He reminds me of Gandalf. I don't know he anything looks- about him. But again, let us know in the comments what we think about him. He seemed like a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, he looks right up your alley for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the show starts... Hoping he made an appearance. Yeah, he, he did didn't. Yet. No, not yet. Um, the show starts off. It gives, you, gives us a basic rundown of the... It was very much like Lord of the Ringsy, like how yeah. it starts off where they're talking about like Sauron and the One Ring Sauron and stuff like that. Man have yeah. For eons. Yeah. Except this was uh, Terror Blade, which is like the dumbest friggin' name ever. I thought that too, and I'm like, I don't want to insult anybody who's a huge fan of Dota. That it's yeah. like a real cool. It's character. dumb. Now but it sounded like you couldn't think of a better name than that. 
it's like old so like we'll give him the benefit of the doubt but like okay yeah i mean something better like a uh, scary knife or um <laughs> horror sword right 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 like a uh, blood wraith what about that right? yeah yeah i mean i don't know but yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um so yeah it was very it gave us the backstory I, I, even even after that, I was like, I don't know what he's saying. No, no, no. I just caught, I picked up on Terrorblade. Yeah, the dragons, dragons, and then there was somebody who was in prison, but through all the chaos, saw the clear path, and then the thing started. Right? Isn't that kind of yeah? How it's and, and it started with like it went right in and started with a dragon battle, like right off the bat. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, our lead character Davion. Is that how you say it? Davion, which um, I, as I was watching it, I was like, this dude's voice sounds super familiar. And I had to look him up as a guy named Yuri Lowenthal. And he was the voice of Peter Parker, Spider-Man in the PlayStation Spider-Man, which I spent a lot of time playing. So that's funny. Nice. nice. Yeah. So I love when um, you start to know the voice actors of the games. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they all do like they all stick together. Like they all do the same thing. Like, you know how um, like Nolan North and um Who's that other guy that's in everything? I don't know. But um who was the woman that 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 did the Viking one? Also played as uh Velma and Scooby Doo. Linda Cardellini. Yes, classic. classic. Yes. <laughs> so all right, so we got Davion and he like fought this dragon, he stabbed the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Um and then to the ground, wrestling to the ground. He was pretty ballsy too, because the dragon, this particular dragon burrows under the under the earth to protect itself mm-hmm. and then comes out to try to mm-hmm. attack its prey and this yeah. guy was a dragon hunter and he didn't give two shits about that he went yeah. under the earth to hunt that thing after it, it tried to evade him he did and, and he's got his cool light up his cool light up knife thing yeah um, yeah which i was like it acted as like an underground like lantern and then also yeah. stabby yeah yeah it's like a stabby uh lantern mm-hmm. um so yeah we know is he a character in dota did you I look think- that up I think so. I didn't look it up. I sh- I probably should have to see. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I now is he one of like, this guy, like one of the playable characters, or is he like I don't know. I know be, right? No, okay. I no idea. I assumed. Yeah, I did too. I there's got to be like a huge cast of characters in that game. I'm yeah. assuming. I'm going to assume from here on out that every single person that was in this show is a playable character in I, the game. The bartender. I, the I um. The, main, the bartender. I don't know about that. <laughs> The, the, I thought all the, the drunk people like, in the bar. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, then that there's that big drunk dude who sounded like Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. Do you think he's a playable character? Oh, let's hope not. I mean, I I pegged him. I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna get killed by the end of the episode right away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. Wait a minute. No. I'm talking about two different ones. You're I'm talking really about, that. about that. Yeah. I'm You're talking about the guy who was like, he, he was like drunk and racist towards the elves. <laughs> towards elves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, so let's just run through. So they're in a bar um, after the after the uh, the dragon stabbing incident. Yep. yep. And um, well, because you know, after you after you have a big exciting night, you all, you know you have to go and have a night at the inn. Hammered. Davion. Mm-hmm. He's got like three ladies on his arm. Women get some wine. Well, I think yeah. he got beer instead. The mead. Some yeah. mead for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he meets up with the lady in the bar. She wants some ice rack white, whatever that is. And they're classy, like, have classy that. broad. Classy. Right away. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to do a trade with like some. We find out he's an elf who, and then we realize that like 
they hate elves. Mm-hmm. You know, the classic fantasy trope. Yeah, you um, never know if elves are going to be ones that people look up to and are in awe of, or if they're going to be this brand where they're uh, like a, a lower lower yeah. class. And this this Dota has them as a lower class. Now, I was in, okay, I was like, okay. And yeah. he hid himself under a cloak and was trying to do some kind of a, um, we don't really know what, but he's working with the woman to try to give her some kind of, <clears throat> was it an item or a, I don't remember what it was. They were trading for something called Lotus, whatever Lotus, that okay. is. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so then Davion, we see that he's like a good guy because he then he like he saves the elf and tells him to get out of there, run. So you know that's cool. Um, now, the, and- now to be fair, the princess. Oh, we don't know the woman <laughs> before this happened. Spoiler, sorry. Um, was trying what did run to try to help the elf too. So I don't know what she, she may or may not have been doing, but yeah, right now, yeah, I don't, we don't know anything about her. Like. I don't know. She was with some other girl who I think was my Marcy. favorite character on the episode, Marcy. Yes, not not a real estate friend from two episodes yeah. again. Ago, no, but, yeah. but a different cool character. It's much very similar to our friend, the real estate. <laughs> Marcy, I love it. Um, so yeah, so and then we see like the captain of the dragon army thing is like drunk and he's like talking shit. So yes, like, right. so he's like hearing voices. Yeah. He was so, the one that I was like, this guy's one of those archetypical yes. guys. He's going to have to bite it by the X. He's just yeah, too one-dimensional. But then we see he gets possessed by some sort of demon. Yeah. Um, Do you know what happened there? Was it in his sword? A sword glowed no green. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was something with his sword. I don't know who, what it was or mm-hmm. what. It, what Out by the well, very, very drunk. He yeah. picked up a sword. Glowed, it was turned glowing green. And then all of a sudden, his eyes turned green. Bam. Now, now Eric. If Yo. you had seen that, let's say you were exiting the bar with one of your one of your wenches for the night, mm-hmm. you know, and you had seen this guy's eyes turn green like green like that, would you gone up and you know try to see what was going on? If you needed help, would you walk away slowly with your gal? Would you go? Yeah, I would definitely walk away slowly, and okay. I would just be like, "Yo, you see that dude's? You see that dude's fucking eyes, man? Yeah, they were green." Uh, and then she'd be like, "I didn't see it," and I'd be like, "Yeah, all right." Okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, those are not the those are not the type of uh, women I'd be leaving the bar with. Oh right, please, right. You'd be going with the princess, right? Classy, yes. Mm-hmm. Classy mm-hmm. dames. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. But speaking of which, so then we get to the next, the very next scene. We see uh, Devion waking up, um, shirtless, nude. Yeah, we see uh, we see a nice uh, animated pubis region. We do. We do. I was laughing about that. I was like, oh, we missed that a couple for the couple last episodes. We didn't have That's any true, event, but they've come back with a vengeance. Yep, with a vengeance. Form. Very mm-hmm. ripped uh, animated dragon fighting form. Yep. Yep. Very much. Yeah. And then um, I don't know what happened. What happens? That? Oh, the um, we see then his he has a sidekick. Yes. Bram, I think. Yeah. Kind of um, like. Um, Gabby is to Xena, warrior princess. Yeah, just kind of like his little pu- is it personal Gabby? assistant. Is yeah, I think so. Yeah. Gabrielle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't really do much, but he seems he's always there. People are kind of flocking to him, too, because he's part of this 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 famous dragon hunters yeah. crew. And, but oh. we see he does magic, so. Yes, right. right. He, it, it immediately uh, elevates him. and uh, Above Gabby. Oh, for sure, above Gabby. <laughs> Gabby didn't know magic. And I do like how the woman <laughs> that the dragon, what's his name again? The woman that the dragon hunter. Uh, Gavion. Uh, Gavion. Yeah. Uh, you know, was just having his little nightly flirtations with. 
um, the his sidekick like does some kind of blood magic spell and disappears to go warn people. Yeah, and she's just like lounging there in the back of the bed, just loving like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, what the? <laughs> he's pulling out this packet of like magic incantations, cuts his hand, and then disappears. And only when he disappears does she look like, oh, yeah, <laughs> amazing. So weird. Well, so she's weird. seen a lot in her day. You know, those women, they're tough. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think the, so everything, so he runs out real fast because he finds out that there's like another, like another big dragon or something's going on with some dragons. The possessed guy is going to do something with dragons. Yes. At this point in the, in the show, I had no clue what was going on. It started to lose some coherence at this point. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you too. Yeah. Like uh sidekick told him that, that he, that the big boss had disappeared and that he looked like he was going towards the dragon's lair. The guy gets dressed and then psychic guy disappears to go warn people. Um, Cause I guess there's a whole community of like dragon hunters, right. Or something. And so they're going to, he wants to call the alarm to come and help. Yeah. Um, and dragon hunters going to go and see what's happening. Yeah. Um, so, so Davion goes to see what's happening. And then the, the possessed Davion. guy yep, is yep. like standing over a dead dragon that he like killed. Yes. The, de- the dead dragon that Davion said was uh, too hard for one person to kill. Yeah. Now he's dead on its own. Yeah, so the possessed guy who's out there, he's obviously, you know, got some some powers. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Like, then, beware. Like, the best part is, like, this other, like, super dragon comes out. From where? I don't, I don't know. know. All of a sudden. And he talks. And he talks so much shit, too. He was just, like, just shit-talking the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah. you ain't nothing, motherfucker. Little mouse. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. He was just talking, like, and he's, like, using, like, slang and stuff. Like, he's, like, just street tough. Oh yeah, like, I mean, well, he's like the one of the like the big elder Papa dragons, you know. Is that is that what it was? He's just like, yeah. I mean, that's what I got out of it was that kind of like how this this other dragon was being corrupted, the one that that the <laughs> the one that was supposedly really powerful was was already in a corruption phase and was starting to like lose his coherence or his sanity, and so. The big Papa Dragon, the bigger Papa Dragon, was coming to try to either talk him out or put him down anyway. That's what I think happened. And that just appeared to fight him at that moment, but arrived to see that he was already dead and that the the bad guy with the green eyes had done it. And so then they started to battle. Yeah. So the 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 spirit or whatever then possessed the dead dragon. And then there was like this dope dragon fight. Yes, it was kind of like Lord of the uh, Game of Thrones. It was like yes. the good dragon, the bad dragon. Yes. And I forgot like, oh, about man. that. Yeah. yeah I didn't even yeah. put that together. But yeah, that part was cool when the dragons are like fighting. And then Davion teams up with the, the big bad dragon mm-hmm. to like kill the possessed dragon. Which I was happy about because, yeah, because at first the, the big bad dragon was very like hostile neutral towards Damien. Damien, I keep calling him that now. Whatever. <laughs> towards the dragon hunter guy. Um, it was like, just scuttle on. This is not your fight. Move, move, move. You're in, you're, you're you're inconsequential to this. But then, um, during the during the heat of the battle, Damien came back and helped him and kind of proved his worth. Yeah, um, yeah. I really, then, I really wanted them to like to like um like bump like do like a fist bump afterwards, mm-hmm. and then like the whole show to just be about like their travels, like just being cool. Like just yeah. smoking weed and like doing yeah. cool show dragon me again. Yeah, and show me the smile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, that's not how it ends. The big dragon like is dying. Coughs up blood. We think it's going to be like talking to us, and it's like, Wah. yeah. Oh, like, oh, that was, that part was weird. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Davian 
goes to like he's like put me out of my misery so he goes to kill him and all of a sudden blood starts squirting out of davion what the what was that i didn't understand that part explain that part to me i mean again i also was confused my thought was as we talked about i talked about with your wife earlier briefly that it did seem like there might have been some warging going on so maybe the good dragon warged into damien and that's why he got that neck thing because he was damaged there and it's kind of like there was some oh, but, all right and then I was confused by that because there was no glowing eyes to show us like, the warging that happened with the bad guy. Yeah, I don't so, know. I was I so know, confused. People, and maybe Dota fans, let us know. Maybe maybe good warging, yeah. no glowing eyes. Is this a thing? Yeah, bad I don't warging. know. Explain explain to us. So then oh, he yeah. gets like transferred to the princess, uh, the lady that was in the bar. That's we, how it ends. We find out as a princess. We, we wake up or we go up to the above ground. Princess is there. She sees a nude person. Yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, what? what? I, I wrote down WTF naked with the princess. I don't know. And then it ends. So, then, oh, don't forget. No, she's like, Marcy, cover him up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's where we know Marcy's name. And we're like, oh, Marcy yeah, is silent, Marcy. by the way, and just ordered around the entire time. Yeah. The princess. So she just put something over his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> but leave the lower half exposed. Exactly. Um, and then. That's how it ends, right? That's, right. that's how it ends. Like, so it, it definitely leaves you wanting more, like because there were two huge what the fuck moments right at the end of the episode. Yep. But like for me, it's like what wins out? Um, the, my need to know what happened or my level of confusion throughout the entire episode. And right now, well, I don't know. Like I kind of like I think I want to watch the next episode to see what happened. And then if it's still super confusing, I don't know if I will continue to watch it. Well, let's put in the Game of Thrones thoughts. Remember the first episode of that? If you didn't read the legend of, what is it? The Song of Fire and Ice. It was very confusing too. So many houses and people. Very true. You really got into it. Now, maybe if we had more of a background in Dota, we might know a little bit more about it. So we're really starting off on the beginning. There's probably a whole world. We know there's a whole world we don't know much about. Yeah. And for that very reason, I would vote to binge this because I actually think this is a great one to binge. Not because I was so amazingly in love with it at this point, but because I was intrigued and, and it was too short. I wanted to yeah. see more about the story. This whole episode was really about character development of one person and then mm-hmm. about um, kind of learning more about dragons and that there can be possessions and that dragons are powerful, but not om- omnipotent. And where do we go from here? So I would love to binge it just to get through and see the story. Yeah, you want you want to see more characters. You want to see what else is in this more world. Powers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, and I think that's why I. Well, I mean, there's a reason that the game is so beloved. So, yeah. like, I definitely want to give it another shot. But like, it really needs to not like it, it needs to go somewhere for me. Like, it needs to have like some sort of a coherent story. But I do think that the next episode will answer all my questions about what the heck we just saw. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because, like, we didn't even get into any Terror Blade stuff at all. No. It was I just mean, like, I don't know if we will. I don't, I honestly. Well, I was assuming that that, that, that that was the, and I don't know this at all, but that that was the green-eyed. The spirit was yeah. him, like, trying yeah. to do something. Like, that makes sense. I'm assuming he's still locked. But thinking of, like, Sauron, how he could kind of see things from his locked area, like, he's kind of trying to do the right things to break through so they can get himself out of it is what I'm thinking is trying to happen. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, watch at least another one. Um, I think there was 10 episodes and they're short. Yeah. There was like yeah. 23 minutes or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah. It went by very fast. So, 
Um, yeah, so that's basically everything about Dota Dragon's Blood Episode 1. Mm-hmm. Now, all that being said, we've never played Dota, um, but you and I are huge fans of the fantasy genre. And there are so many awesome things out there that take place in, in like a fantasy kind of style, fantasy realm yeah. genre. Um, so let's talk about like some of our favorite things from uh, f- from the fantasy world. So let's since this is a game, let's do a game. Let's jump right in with our game. What is your favorite? And I know this is going to be a very difficult decision for you <laughs> because that's 99 percent of the games you play. Our fantasy. Uh-huh. Well, it's, it's actually not that difficult for me. I can pick this one up really easy. And it has the word fantasy in the title of it. Mm. Um, so I am going to say my favorite fantasy type setting game would be a role-playing game, obviously. Um, it would be Final Fantasy IV, um, which is the one with Cecil and Rosa uh, and Kane. And I think it's Rydia it's pronounced or Rydia. I have no idea how to pronounce her name. But yeah. It takes place in, I think it's Baron. It's the name of the of the planet. It's intergalactic. They actually go to the moon for part of it. That's you know, cool. people live, they die, they turn to stone to see those walls that come alive and attack people. Oh, it's got the highs, the lows. It's got a bard that you really want to hate, although you really do love him at the end because he falls in love with a girl who's a spirit. It's got everything wow. you for. Yeah, it's got it all. How many times have you played it? Probably about twenty. Really? <laughs> Holy I've, cow! I've played it on. Super Nintendo when it came out. I've played it on Game Boy Advance. I've played it on PSP. Um, you know, I played awesome. it again definitely on PlayStation. So I play it a lot. Yeah. Wow. So now, now my game, it doesn't. I it doesn't um, have as much of. A, it doesn't fill as much of of my uh, uh, heart as <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy IV does for yours. And I didn't even know. So I picked two because I wasn't sure if so my first idea was Bloodborne. Does that qualify okay. in the fantasy genre? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I would call it like a dark, a dark fantasy. You want okay. That. Yeah, I love that game. I mean, you, I know you do too. We both platinum it on uh, the yep. PlayStation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mostly, probably a lot of thanks to your help uh, in the game. I <laughs> succeeded, but I thought that one, like this, the style, the story, mostly the style and the fighting and the weapons for me. And that's yeah. that's when I realized, like, I'm more drawn by style. Yeah. Like the dark, like gothic um, yeah. style to it. The, um, not Lovecraft, maybe a little Lovecraftian, um, yeah. you know, like that was really, really cool. Um, but I did, my backup was um, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Um, right. And that's more, that fits more into the, the high fantasy genre with elves and yeah. that sort of thing. I absolutely loved that game. And I also planned him that. Wasn't that written by R.A. Salvador? Yeah, he wrote it. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. a huge fantasy writer for for D and D and for for fantasy in general. So yeah. yeah, the the world that it exists in, like this is to me is one of the probably most underrated games of all time. The yeah. world that yeah. it exists in is super full of information and characters, and it's just there's so much um, in there. When you're playing the game, it gets to a point though where you're like, you just don't care anymore though because there's so much, and you're just like, all right, it's like so it doesn't add anything really at some mm-hmm. point. So that kind of sucks, but this one again, this the gameplay loop on this one is what really puts it up in the upper echelon for me. Like both of them, you can have like these cool, super cool weapons and armor, and I love that. I love like kind of like 
being able to to change up my play style depending on my mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both of them do that and are both set in like a, a fantasy world. 100%. I mean, I totally agree with them. I mean, I remember King of the Lore, you, that was one of the few ones because I feel like I'm usually the one who loves RPGs and mm-hmm. the, that, that style just so, like that's pretty much the only style I play where you're much more diverse in your play style yeah. and your play loves. But that one, I think that was probably like a game of the year when that came out because you were just you Absolutely. always were playing that I, one. Yeah, yeah, I put so much. I I don't know how many hours I put into that game. A lot to platinum it. By the end, it was just like go around and collect like a thousand like herbs, and I'm just like playing it. Like, all right, I gotta do this now. But I yeah. still had so much fun because at at a certain point, you get so like overpowered yeah, that you could just change up. Like, you could just be like, okay, I'm gonna try a different completely different style of gameplay like that was the first game normally i'm like a very like a strength like a brute yep. kind of character but this one i like i changed it to play with like two daggers and like do a speed thing and i absolutely loved it it was like the first time i did like a magic and speed build um which is not usually my thing and uh i've come around it now i'm starting to do more games like that so absolutely and actually speaking of that too i remember i had a character like very much like that and i usually don't play speed either but Bloodborne encouraged that kind of play more too. And I had a character also mm-hmm. who had, I don't remember the, what the name of they were, but there was one of the, the one that came in like a, two daggers you can make. It was super mm-hmm. fast and you could just chain yes. combos. Oh my yes, God. I remember Amazing. You did that yeah. a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So next up, let's talk about our favorite fantasy movie. Oh, I mean, I, this is cliche, but it's for me, it's the Lord of the Rings series, the trilogy. Which yeah. you, you have to pick one. Um, because I also picked one. Um, I, I, I picked Return of the King. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean. I couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was Return of the King or the Two Towers that I liked the most. So I have to, now I have to go back and rewatch them. I know it's not the first one. There's too much, like, you know, set up and exposition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's what's hard the, to pick them on its own. I mean, I guess I would pick Return of the King too, because. That's the one where it's just, I think it has the best of all of it. Whereas yeah. um, the two towers, or wait, is that it? Yeah. Has like the, um, I think just like a lot of fighting and a lot of like yeah. high drama. I think Return of the King has like a bunch of like, you know, the hearts in it too. And, mm-hmm. um, and it has the story the... all wraps together then at the end. Exactly. Course, has the finale. So I'm happy about that. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah. You, yeah. Um, that's so funny though. So you picked it too. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is too too much of it, but I just love it. I can watch it anytime. All, any of those movies. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I always rate, like whenever I watch a movie, I rate it on a, an app that I have. So I just went and I put the list favorite to least favorite and like Return of the King and Two Towers were both, I have them rated nine out of 10. Um, the Fellowship was an eight out of 10. Okay. Um, and then I even went down and I was like looking for more fantasy stuff and i guess there's really not that much like in that that genre else out there like yeah i'm trying to think of i i just that one came to my mind right away so i'm trying to think of what other ones might be out there i mean i'm sure there's tons that we can't think of right now um yeah but i mean there's I mean, like what about go ahead like pan's labyrinth like that kind like the like yeah i get yeah that that's more like, yeah horror but that's still fantasy for sure yeah so that's i guess like this one just more fits the exact like yeah. mold that we're we're talking about and it's yeah. so good so why even look further exactly um 
All right, let's move into the TV shows. What's your favorite? Uh, uh, now this there, I feel like there's more of a um, more of an option. There are. I mean, I have to. I, I I'll have to put it up for. I mean, the Game of Thrones series. I have to say, uh, obviously, the last couple of seasons were fine. Um, but again, I think translating in. I saw the first season without having read the books, but I was so intoxicated by the world that I needed to read the books, and I read them all as fast as possible. Yeah. So there hasn't been a series that really I thought like captured my imagination and made me like invest in it in maybe any genre in a long time. And so I had, I still have to give it to that one, even though the last seasons were a little bit shaky. Um, and again, yeah. it had Melisandre in it. You know, I'm starting you see this trend of me liking these mm-hmm. powerful, mysterious mm-hmm. ladies. So yeah, <laughs> you? Uh, yeah, so I thought about Game of Thrones, but then I, um, no, a little bit, like I said, not as high fantasy as that knights and swords and dragons they still exist in this world but for me the magicians um one of my favorite tv series of all time okay um, cool you talked about this and i have to watch tell yeah. me more because i need yeah. to watch this now so, it's so high now it's serious <laughs> they're based on a book by uh lev grossman um about a character named quentin this character in the book is we named our son Quentin after this character in the book um, and the show, the, the character in the show grew on us uh, too. Um, but yeah, it's about, it's like sexy Harry. It's even more sexy Harry Potter than fate was. Um, so it's uh, all, right. all right. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a bunch of good looking people in like a college for magic, but it's like, it's tongue in cheek and it's self-aware. It's like there so are dragons like in it. Was like how it kind yes. of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very buffy e for sure. But like yeah. then more like the only thing like the, there's a lot of cursing in it. Mm-hmm. It's It was a sci-fi series, but they say the F word a lot. There's just okay. there's no nudity, but um, it's a very much more adult um, version than uh, like Harry Potter or Buffy. But yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, there's gods, there's, I mean, at one point they have to, like, to get the power to beat, like, an evil, they drink the jizz of a god. Okay, wow. That's from American gods. (laughs) It is. So, um, yeah, but it's such a good show. (laughs) And, um, you know, there's dragons, so it qualifies as uh, fantasy. Absolutely. I would say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a dragon that lives... Yeah, there's a dragon that lives like in like the like some sort of river in New York or whatever, New Jersey or something. It's like really funny and she like just talks. It's very strange. <laughs> it's a great show. I definitely think you should watch it. Yeah. Uh, I think you would like it. And there's p- parts where they just burst into song and they're like some of the best episodes. The series finished and like I think like I cried more um at this end of the series than i did it ever at any show ever even dawson's like, creek i know that was one of your yes favorites. dude yes even, way more so <laughs> i still can't go back to watch it i think all the seasons are now on netflix or will soon be available on netflix mm-hmm. um so i definitely recommend it and I yeah I I mean you've always talked about it and I remember yeah. I know about Quentin obviously and you naming it from that show I didn't realize though that you you really loved obviously the books as much too, but the show that, that much, it's good to know. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah. Love the books. And like, even going back and like, they're very, very different from the show. The first 
season, like kind of follows the book Mm -hmm. um, pretty well. And then it takes off and it becomes its own thing and still very, very great. Tons of, tons of character. You, you really fall in love with all of the characters in the show, but I mean, I could keep going on and on about it, but let's, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> let's keep, uh, let's keep moving on. And now this is a tough one. Cause again, there's so much out there, but yeah. what's your favorite book uh, that's set in the fantasy realm? Oh, this one was really hard too, actually. Um, I'm actually just trying to look up. Cause I just remembered one and I was like, Oh shoot. Who was the author, the author of this one? Um, you know, this one's hard for me because with fantasy books, um, I tend to like read one or two of them and then I kind of peter out uh, yeah. on them. Um, yeah, because they're usually super long too. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, you can't do that too often. Yep. And I've already named, you know, Lord of the Rings and the Song of Ice and Fire, those ones. So I'm not going to, I'm, I'm excluding those because those are obviously classics in my mind. But, um, you know, there's Garth, is it Garth Nix? That's what I was trying to look up again. Have you heard of him before? Mm-mm. He said things called, um, was it Sabriel? And it's more like usually young adult fiction, but it's done one called Angel Mage. And he does a, a, a kind of a wide variety of them. And I find his, his pretty interesting. Um, I think his worlds that he builds are kind of cool and, and they're easy to get into. Um, I also now what, honestly like, oh, go ahead. What type of fantasy is that? Like magic and, and swords and stuff like yep, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Angel Mage, for instance, was one of his one-offs. I don't know if it's a, tr- a trilogy at this point, but it was basically these people who had like brooches and the brooches could have like their clerics, mostly who had brooches and the brooches could communicate with angels and the angels would, depending on the power of the brooch, do more, more, more or less powers for them. And so certain people were becoming kind of, yeah, it was interesting, but certain angels stopped communicating with some of the priests who had them and they're trying to figure out what happened. Um, It was was pretty interesting. Yeah. It is cool. I like that. It's a different take on things. Yeah, and there's another book that's similar to, and I can't remember the author's name, that's what I was trying to look up also, and it's called Wicked Saints. And she had mm. necklaces that could communicate with the gods too. Mm. And she could use those necklaces to try to have like special like pr- um, you know prayers being answered. And it was kind of a similar kind of a thing. Um, so I like that kind of fantasy. I've been getting into, we've talked about this, my obsession with nuns and <laughs> that kind of stuff. So there's uh-huh. this whole realm of kind of like religious fantasy, which is kind of strange, but yeah. interesting. So I don't know. Tell me, we'd like to talk about some of yours. So, oh, and by the way, any Dungeons and Dragons books, those yeah. ones that come out about the Forgotten Realms and they're, you know, using the powers based in the worlds with the gods and goddesses. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, yeah, I had a hard time like figuring out which one for me. Um, I was really, it was a toss up between two and they're very, very different. So they're both graphic novels. Yep. The first, uh, my favorite that I determined my favorite uh, is this book called Rat Queens. Um, by Curtis Weeby. And in it, it's like, um, again, it's like an R rated. <laughs> it's like these four uh, rat queens, they're called. This okay. is their, their group. And um, they're not rats. No, no, they're, they're people. Okay. There's one, uh, one dwarf or gnome, and okay. then one that's a, uh, like a sorcerer and okay. then one that's like a, a barbarian okay. and then one that's like a rogue. Okay. And um, so it's very like that high fantasy there's elves and, and orcs and, and that sort of thing, but it's, it's a comedy. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Um, very adult. There's a lot of cursing, a lot of sex, um, but it's like 
they're just I forget what there's there was like a tagline that the the book described it as like um I don't I don't even remember it was something like like Lord of the Rings meets I don't know something like R-rated I don't know but it's <laughs> like I absolutely love it um it sounds but, amazing so it does like kind of like so if we're rating it as a whole like it's that one is tough because the first book is so good. It sets up the character so well, the world you like love these characters. And then it kind of fizzles out. There was like some issues with um, the author and the artists that there was like this whole thing. I won't get into it, but it was like, yeah. you know, it's like this, it was a, it was a whole thing. And then since then it kind of hasn't found its footing again after the first um artist departed so the other one i i absolutely love is a book called nimona um, oh, yeah. that, uh a single like a, a graphic novel just and and that as a whole i think definitely stands up to it and even then like liz was saying she's like i don't think of that as fantasy but i'm like what it's dragons and knights and wizards like yeah. but yeah. it's more it's not about really any of that stuff it's more about a relationship between like a couple people so mm-hmm. That one, it's less about like it's set in a fantasy world, but it's more about like the people in the story. Okay. Um, as opposed to them like going out doing quests and fighting dragons yeah. and shit like that. So do they do that at all or not so much? They do, yeah. Okay. There are points where they do it, and it's just kind of an aside, like, okay, we gotta go do this now. And it's more about like, yeah, the Nimona and this other guy's relationship. So yeah, I've those are my those yeah. are my two. Yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, I'm a big fan of that. I, I tell everybody about it, and it's more. That's like a YA. That's like a young adult, um, book about like identity and stuff like that. Okay. So it's it's very well written, and I highly recommend that as well. So very very cool. Yeah, Nimona. I've seen that. Yeah, um, the Strand here in, in the city. Um, it's been on the uh, like, I think it's. I don't know. They've got a table where they have like greatest hits or best hits or indie classics or something that's yeah. on that table all the mm-hmm. time yeah it deserves to be and it's a quick it's a quick read like like i said it's i mean it's a it's a a graphic novel and b it's like for for younger kids so i mean you could read it in an hour oh nice but nice yeah i definitely definitely recommend it so yeah so that's our list um you know let us know your list leave a comment um you know send us a message let us know what your favorites are or what like what we should have picked you know i mean there's so many like you like we couldn't think of a freaking movie another different movie what if there's like an amazing movie that we just what's the one with heath ledger a knight's tale (laughs) that's the one i was thinking that too and that's like more like Hmm. medieval knight type stuff and not so much like yeah 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 fantasy I mean, the evil dead. <laughs> yeah. My other one was um, how to train your dragon. I loved okay, that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I mean, you're like Shrek. I guess you could pick like that. <laughs> Shrek. That's nobody's favorite. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not ours, but no. somebody might've picked it. I saw they're, they're re-releasing Shrek in 4k. Wow. Um, what yep. the world needs. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, somebody wants to, I love that part. I I just remember getting annoyed that that um there was a song. Oh yeah. I thought you were saying you wanted more that is not a children's song. That is yeah. that is but you know we'll get into that a different a different different day. Speaking of which, there was a uh first aid kit just came out with a Leonard Cohen uh cover uh album. You should check wow, it out. Oh that, that song easy. is is beautiful on there. It's is a live uh thing. Very good. Sounds great. We'll do. 
Yeah. So let's talk about our first big giveaway. Yes, 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 yes. The first, it's our, it's our first, there's a lot of firsts, first Mm -hmm. giveaway, first steps, and it's our, our favorites box. So it's basically like, like we just talked about now, like our favorites, we have a lot of opinions and we're going to give a box to you, to someone, um, look at the notes of the episode, look at, uh, our Instagram or our Twitter, um, first apps podcast for both of those for rules on how to enter the, the giveaway. There's some cool stuff in there, some movies, uh, some wrestling stuff, our favorite snacks, um, (laughs) Amazon gift card, uh, graphic novel. Like there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited to, to share, um, that just to celebrate. Like we just, you know, we had a couple great milestones in terms of our Twitter followers and our downloads. So like it's all happening and we're having so much fun doing it. So like, you know, let's grow this thing even more. So, um, definitely check out our Instagram and, or our Twitter. Um, cause you know, you need to be a follower at one of those in order to, to win the giveaway. So, you know, any questions or anything, definitely shoot us a, a message or an email, but you know, this was a super fun episode. Yeah. Um, I really liked, you know, uh, talking about fantasy stuff. It's like one of our favorite genres. So like oh, yeah. any excuse, like, I feel like that watching Dodo is just an excuse to like really talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was totally worth it. So 100%. I saw dragons in there. I'm like, let's do this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now for next week, you and I were toying with the idea of doing a, a retro rewind and watching a first episode of something that has existed for many years, something that we may have seen, but not in, you know, years since it came out. So we still have to discuss what shows we may uh, choose for that one. But I think that's going to be a super fun one too. Um, to go Love back and just kind of like see how they hold up and stuff like that, as opposed to just watch something that had just come out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So definitely come back, check that one out next week. And uh, yeah, like I said, like follow us on Instagram and Twitter, go to um, our YouTube page, uh, pop culture playground, subscribe there. There's lots of uh, just put up a, a movie review for uh, Raya and the last dragon. And um, you know, that's where you'll get the weekly episodes of first apps. Uh, in addition to to all the other awesome content that we're churning out. So um, subscribe to that and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We still have to do our, uh, our theme thing where we turn around and like, say like, Donna Martin. Yes. Brian Austin Green.